0: Hello, 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 Healthy and Whole Marriages family. Hey guys. We are so grateful that you have chosen to join us on our Healthy and Whole Marital journey and that you have invited us to be a part of yours. We are excited about, well, actually, I don't know if we can say excited, but we're obviously always excited to have a discussion about the uh, things that matter in marriage and not only in marriage, but have affected us in our marriage. So. Tonight's going to be, today, whenever you get a chance to listen view, this is about a very important topic in marriage, but before we begin, we will start the way we start everything else, and that's with prayer.
1: Father God, we thank you. We praise and bless your name for, again, another opportunity to come before your people. I ask that you bless us tonight as we discuss our topic tonight. God, we ask that you will give us clarity of speech, God, we ask that you would help eyes to be open and ears to be open to hear what thus said the Lord through your vessels tonight it's in Jesus name we pray thank God amen,
0: amen. so <clears throat> y'all may have heard us say tonight we're going off the time of the day genuinely whenever you are hearing from us right And specifically it's often nighttime because that's when our little people are gone to bed and we don't have to worry about any interruptions of any kind so that we can just be transparent and um, just flow with whatever we have also we often have the topic but not specifics about it and so the flow is very important in that as well being that we don't have a discussion ahead of time and then it just Turns out that we're on the same page. So, having children jumping around, bobbing around, and interrupting, we didn't want to deal with all of that. You'll likely meet them, hear from them at a different time. But tonight's conversation, we want you to check us out wherever you get a chance, specifically on our Health and Whole Marriages, Health and Whole Marriage conferences. What in the world? Website. And you will learn more about the podcast and all of the things. So maybe nighttime isn't the best time for us, huh? Since my mind is going away and all over the place. But specifically, more specifically, forgiveness is our topic for this particular conversation, marriage conversation. And it's a big one, right? It's one people don't like to have a conversation about. It's one many people don't even think about. It's one that doesn't really cross your mind when you're, saying I do I will marry you any of those things you're not thinking about the possibility of having to forgive your spouse in any shape form or fashion and when you if you do it's the minor stuff right um even if you've had marital counseling premarital counseling it is likely oh well you know I'll be able to get over him leaving the seat up and forgive those type of small know issues in in your relationship it's never something that you're thinking is a really big deal you know because this is somebody that you intend to be with for the rest of your life so as a result those things get passed over they don't really get talked about and i think it's so important to have the conversation because we talk about communication we talk about Other things and I think forgiveness is one of those topics that absolutely needs to be a part of premarital counseling not just what would happen Um, and yeah it's coming to me now but honestly not just what you could deal with and what you wouldn't be able to deal with and that was one of our questions but it probably would have been important had we been given the, the question of forgiveness I think to look at and consider. And, you know, what would you forgive? What would you not be able to forgive? So if you're not married right now, and you come across this by way of viewing it, by way of listening, and you're engaged, whatever the case may be, make that a topic of conversation. Discuss forgiveness, what that looks like for you, what you're willing to forgive, what you're not willing to forgive, what you don't expect you know to have to forgive those things i think they're so significant and the reason why i say that is because forgiveness makes and has made in broken relationships when there has been a boundary that has been crossed that was not discussed when there has been a boundary that has been crossed that was discussed then what when you're further in your relationship when you have to be able to consider other people children and sometimes you know we get in depth with our pride and all other types of things so what does forgiveness look like so i'll go thank you guys for letting me just flow with that off the top of my head a bit but um i'll just go on and jump in with my notes and that is i believe forgiveness is like marriage it is a journey it is not a destination it has twists it has turns ups and downs All types of things going on. It's a process that um, almost or at least seemingly a never-ending process. And of course, a lot of people, it can be a never-ending process at times. Without forgiveness, no marriage can survive. From the small and the mundane to the unexpected and most egregious of marital crimes on your barometer, forgiveness is necessary. I'll stop because I've just been going for No, a I
1: think that part of it is great. I think you explained it well. And I would like you to keep going.
0: Alrighty. So it's also, um, from my notes, in my opinion, it's one of those processes or experiences that we all must have in life, right? We can not be married and we've had to forgive somebody. Um, I don't think well, you can go through this life without having to forgive someone. Let's just be honest about something. We have as children you know you had somebody take a toy from you and you're angry about it or you had to share a toy that you didn't want to share and you're upset with your parent about it or an adult about it you had to forgive and the beautiful part about children right they forgive and move on as quickly as it happens at times
1: yeah yeah
0: not to say that it hasn't you know been ingrained and affected them later on or will affect them later on but that's what happens. And so with with life, it's a it's a necessary evil almost. Um and in marriage, I guess we could look at it in the same way to an extent. So we almost all most we almost we all must experience the need, the, the life circumstance where forgiveness ends up having to show up play a part in some shape form or fashion but we cannot forgive alone we can't do it alone is what i
1: meant. agreed uh, just to that end i was thinking about matthews 18 21 through 22. Uh, this is peter talking and he came to him and asked lord how often should i forgive someone who uh-huh. has sinned against me seven times he said said, no, not seven times. Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Uh, So I, I think that's what can make forgiveness difficult if you see your spouse as your spouse and because they're another human being. So they're gonna have these mistakes. But if we're looking at this from a biblical perspective, which I think that you should take your Bible focus, and marriage focus and put those into one and kind of mix it all up and try to see what the word of God says about issues in your relationship and really focus on how can you grow and really understand your spouse. To me, you have to go back to the Bible. So that's why I like this. But in my opinion, when we hurt or when we are hurt by our spouse, we have to see them the way God sees them which is through the eyes of grace, uh, which is definitely difficult to do because we are hurt. We are broken. And it, so we, we already hear from Jesus at 70 times seven. So, okay, I got to go. How many more times do I got to go through this? And then the second part of it is, is that God is seeing this individual as grace. So God gives us grace when, we sin against him and all the things that we do against him. And we're looking at our spouse like, do it one more time. Just, just please, just one more time and I'm out the door. And that can be detrimental. Not, not to say that uh, we should have spouses that continue, like become habitual in, in these things because they say, well, you're going to forgive me anyway. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that we have to be kind and really deal with each other in a kind way when it comes to forgiveness because forgiveness will cause a relationship to make or break.
0: Absolutely. And I think there's a difference. I don't think people think about it to the extent when they consider 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that, that it's saying you're. Di- Actually, I feel confident. Excuse me, that in that it's not saying you're repeating the same thing over and over again. The offense is being repeated against you over and over again. I don't believe that's what it's saying. I mean, God will get to a point with us where He's like, "Okay, all right, you you tested grace long enough. Um, I, I need you to take a break." And that's where I believe the reprobate mind comes in. But as it relates to grace. You can't necessarily keep up and count offenses when you love someone and you know that you're supposed to be forgiving them and living as Christ and being loved as Christ and things of that nature, right? And I think in the 70 times 7, the way I think of it is like, I'm not making dashes and checking it off and going okay have i come up to the number we're gonna lose count we're gonna lose count and because we're going to lose count that's just like him giving us grace over and over again new every morning about whatever the situation may be and we have to think of it as he presented it to us that we are forgiven we Mm -hmm. are we were forgiven and we are forgiven if we um, come to him with a repentant heart. And I think that makes the difference. So let me go in further. Um, Forgiveness can be a really big task, a task so big that at times God provided us an example just to make sure we understood and could see a roadmap of how to do it, right? He used Jesus on the cross to die for our sins, to forgive us for all the things that we could have done can do still will do all of those things someone as as my daughter asked me the other day why would jesus die on the cross for us and i had to of course break it down to make her understand you know it's like your brother deciding don't take this don't give her the spanking he did nothing wrong but he just shows up and says he's going to take the punishment for her whatever the punishment may be the shrinking the taking away privileges whatever going to take it on and beyond for her just so that she can continue to enjoy all the things that she wishes to enjoy period right and then some that's what he did that for because he loves you that much he loves us that much period okay so he gave us that that example and we're supposed to use that example and see that example when we're dealing with our spouses i know very early on I remember thinking of that and using that example remembering that reminding myself of that probably when those there were small marital crimes right going on where okay here's the toilet seat I can't even remember at this point i e forgiveness right um okay, here's the toilet seat again or here's this here's that getting so upset or not so upset but upset period and saying you know what I probably made God upset today over this, that, and the other. And he has already forgiven me. Like, I think that's the whole don't sweat the small stuff um, theory, if you will, to an extent. But here's what I came across as far as somewhat of a roadmap that God has given us on forgiveness as it relates to our marriage. We can't do it without Christ. And not in our own strength. Philippians 4 and 13 tells us, you can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. You try to forgive for a an egregious marital crime and you're trying to do it in your own strength, it's going to be impossible. And I think um, that may be a very strong reason why a lot of people have just gone to the courtroom, right? And just gone to a, an attorney's office because it's just, this is too much. Um, no, I can't deal with this, this is too much, it's too consistent, it's too, you know, too many reminders or triggers or whatever, I gotta get out of here, and this is the best way for me to deal with it, out of sight, out of mind, ergo, my way of dealing with, my way of forgiveness. Another way, just as Christ forgave us, that's our example, that's our roadmap as well, excuse me, Ephesians 4 and 32, Colossians 3 and 13. Reminds us that we have to forgive j- because he forgave us. We have to forgive as he has forgiven us, like he forgives us. So we have to have a heart to extend grace, to extend forgiveness whenever we're in a position where we feel like I'm not sure about forgiveness in this area in my marriage. I yeah. stop or should I go? Well,
1: I think you you brought up a good point. I was going to bring up the same point there as it relates to the way that Jesus forgave us because he knew no sin, but he knew that we would sin. And I I think as you spoke about forgiveness earlier, you talked about forgiveness is one of those things that you're going to have to do in a marriage in any relationship for that matter. But the reality of it is that it's important for us. And I was going to take it a, a little bit step further. Is that I believe that's why God said love me (laughs) and love your neighbor as yourself because if you love me God you understand the grace that he had towards you number one and then number two you understand the life that he lived uh, sin free in order to die for your sins and as you begin to understand that even more it's easier to say, okay, I can forgive because I understand what Christ did for me. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's where I can reflect on that earlier in our marriage, um, just having those moments and feeling like, okay, he's done this for me. Okay, what more have I done where I'm tripping and I can just pull it back because he's done so much more consistently in his forgiveness for me. A reason to forgive to be forgiven and for your prayers to be heard mm-hmm. mark 11 25 Matthew 6 14 through 15 that's to prevent your prayers from being hindered we say the Lord's Prayer we say all of those things almost repetitiously you know we know like the back of our hand but it tells us to forgive our debt towards as we want to be forgiven as we want our debts to be forgiven yeah. so That's we good. can't expect we can't ask okay so legal background if you don't know i definitely have a legal background trial attorney family law attorney and one thing one old school law for court is and if you've ever watched like judge duty shows and things of that nature it's there's a doctrine called the clean hands doctrine you cannot go to court or you have done wrong in the situation that you want to be justified in that in the situation you want to receive justice in you cannot go to court have done wrong but say yeah but they did and i want you to give me justice it's called your hands not clean honey your hands dirty just as much as their hands are dirty How about both of y'all get out of my courtroom? That's really what the situation is. So you're not going to God saying, okay, I can't stand them. I can't forgive them over this thing. And there are parables in the Bible related to, to this as well, where, you know, taxpayers and all of this were going before kings saying, hey, I know I owe you, but please give me more time. Please forgive me. Okay, no problem. But then their servants owe to them and they just reacted in such an egregious way towards them throwing them in jail treating them horribly and it's like hold on you but you just came to me asking me what's the difference and that's what that's about um how often should we forgive as he's already spoken about matthew 18 21 through 22 as much as necessary as much as necessary now, forgiveness,
1: I think that part, you, you spoke about it too. Um, we have to forgive as often because if we're keeping record of that, mm-hmm. that's something altogether different. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to be careful when you're talking about, well, I, I think you're at the number now, mm-hmm. so I can stop forgiving. Uh, you don't want to hold that in your heart because that can then turn into unforgiveness <laughs> because you're like um, now I've I've gone through this too much I'm done I'm tired of this I've given you what I was told to give you and now it's time for me to move on be mindful of that too uh, and then that tip for tat thing too exactly. you know uh, I forgave you for this so you need to forgive me for that that could also be detrimental to your relationship because mm-hmm simply put the relationship shouldn't be tip for tap you did this i did this or i buy this gift and you buy that gift be mindful of that i believe that's one of the areas that the adversary can creep in and really wreak havoc on the relationship because when you don't re- you don't feel like that forgiveness is reciprocated back towards you then you become angry exactly. and now you want to have this vindictive attitude unconsciously but it's like something that's sitting in the back of your head simply because you did what was right and your spouse didn't return that favor so be be mindful of holding on to those things and if it ever comes to that it's important that you sit down and talk about that at the beginning because once that begins to just you mull over it in your mind and you just keep going through it listen so as a man thinking so is he or she and what's going to happen in that point is that thing you're gonna to want to get back at them and God say vengeance is mine I shall repay you can't put well I'm gonna get them or karma is gonna get them wherever, however you see it gonna get them back be mindful of that because forgiveness um, is a it's a a good trait to have but the frustration of forgiveness can really get to you. And that's why I would say reference back to the word of God, reference back to prayer, pray together regarding this thing. Be open when talking about these items. If it's something that's really irking you every single day, that it continues and you're like, okay, this is enough. Talk about those things before you have to have a counselor. They say, okay, now you talk. Well, now you talk. Talk about those things earlier on so they won't hold such weight
0: in your life. Absolutely. And um, I was thinking of the tit for tat. The, something you just said I I forgot about. Hopefully it'll come back to me. Um, But speaking about Satan, unforgiveness gives him a foothold. It allows him to have, fuel it gives him strength to come in and do what he needs to do Mm -hmm. oh I know what I was gonna say so if you're doing the tit for tat then technically you're not loving right because according to Corinthians the Corinthians love Corinthians love says that um, love does not count wrongs you're not gonna keep a tally Mm -hmm. of wrongs because if you're self-focused on that you're not allowing yourself Mm -hmm. to be loved and you're not loving because you're focused on counting the marks And not showing love so the unforgiveness given the devil foothold is Ephesians 4 27 Corinthians 2 10 through 11 also with regards to that one unforgiveness breeds the resentment Mm. the anger the vengeance the hate the bitterness and to have that looming in your marriage in your relationship living in that living through that it's truly eating away more at you then it is that person that has offended you. Then it is your your spouse because they're like, well, I already apologize if they apologize, of course. I already apologize. I've done my part. But you're consistently in a position where you can't forgive. And let me be clear. There's a difference between the forgiveness being a process and forgiveness. We may have to do a part two to this. But a forgiveness, forgiveness being a process and forgiveness being withheld. Okay, because there are times when you're going through the process of forgiveness and then something else is tapped on and you didn't realize you were stored there. You didn't realize this was a trigger. And so this is some other area that you have to forgive in, as opposed to, I'm not even like, he's going to have to repay. He's going to have to, until I feel like I'm over it, until I feel like this, then the other, I'm not forgiving. And I'm going to make sure my spouse knows it. That's altogether different, altogether different. I mean, think about it. What if God did that with us? Seriously. So that's the way I would think of it. And that's the way I have thought of it before. Just a different perspective. Forgiveness requires confession, though. It's hard to forgive what hasn't been confessed. 1 John 1 and 9 tells us to confess our faults. We have to confess our faults even to God so that he can know that we're in a position that we're willing and able, ready mm-hmm. to have a clean heart and yes. be forgiven. When you're confessing, then you are opening up the door to the possibility of repentance. You're letting that other person know. You're letting God know that I am repenting with the intention of not offending you again or offending you in this way again. I'm 180 not 360 I don't say 360 that's just going back in the same position you were in 180 you're turning away from that thing mm. and you are ready to start fresh make amends start anew and never go back in that direction again so yeah. confession yeah. um my last point would be that forgiveness equals bearing with one another in love Ephesians 4 and 2 Philippians four and thirteen again. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So, as you're going through the process of forgiveness, it can be difficult. It can seem impossible. With God, all things are possible, right? But it can't. It
1: well, let me say this okay. regarding forgiveness too. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to forget what happened. That's what to I was gonna you. say. It's it's important that you don't withhold forgiveness because you haven't forgot the way you feel listen there are two separate things All together. and your forgiveness has to do with your heart it has to do with the, who you are as this individual trying to overcome this issue that can grow out of control i believe it has something to do with your health because i, I believe when when you don't forgive it does something to you yeah, first.
0: The heart and heart.
1: And one of the uh, I'm, I'm taking a class right now called Men of Valor. And one of the big things, and Damien told me about this before too, is that uh, we talked about forgiveness in a way. Sometimes you have to write a letter uh, mm-hmm. to a person that may not even be in your life anymore, uh, it may not be alive anymore, just so you can get that burden off of your chest so you can grow again. So you can begin to feel that vulnerability again and and having uh, that love for them again and just giving up all and say, Lord, I trust you with this for you to show me what happened that I put up this wall and now I'm still dealing with this 15, 20 years later because of something that happened to me as a child or in a relationship previously, whatever it was, I think that part of it is so very important that you don't say, well, I can't forget what happened. Listen, the scar will always be there. And I'm looking at my leg at this moment. I remember when I got this scar 35 years ago, but the reality of it is, is that, it's healed, but it's still a representation of what happened. It's important that you say, although this representation of what happened will always be there, I still can forgive you so I can move on with life.
0: Absolutely. And that goes to my next couple points as well, which was forgiveness and vulnerability. Mm. So, forgiveness does not mean reconciliation all the time right in the sense of marriage seek god about that thing that doesn't mean you automatically leave we know that there are some marital issues that are egregious that you cannot uh, and don't want to come back from and sometimes we can't come back from because the pain is too deep or you've sought god about it or you know the bible speaks to certain situations where you can that you can actually separate yourself and don't have to reconcile. And so forgiveness, you need to understand that it does not mean reconciliation. It does not mean reconciliation.